It's a brand new episode of the Polini Perspective, but Patrick and I need to give you an update. So we talked about the Rachel Nichols drama at ESPN. After we did the podcast, it was breaking news that Rachel Nichols will no longer uh, host NBA Finals or be the sideline reporter, I should say, amid the Maria Taylor drama. So just a note, here's today's episode. Sarah, how are we doing? Patrick, let's talk about the uh, pattern, the uh, traffic pattern on North and South 95, <laughs> Virginia. What do you have to say? Oh, Northern Virginia. <laughs> uh, please. Just... Wait a minute. So you, okay, it was the 4th of July weekend. What was it? The HOV and everything was pointed southbound? Okay, so you travel, like, you travel from North Carolina all the way up 95, into Virginia, all the way through Richmond, you know, 70, 75, whatever you're doing, no issues. Okay. You get to exit 120, Fredericksburg. Bumper to bumper, all the way probably to the mixing bowl. Like dead stop. Like, you're like, what? And then the idiots from VDOT, whoever controls the, the south and northbound, you know, uh, easy pass lanes, express lanes. Okay. It's closed going north. Fourth of July weekend. Most people from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, traveling south. There was almost no traffic heading south. When I say, like, as I travel that route a lot, there was one car in 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 the in the uh, express lane. Then you'd go like a minute and another car, and even on you could see the non-express southbound lanes. Like, you know, two cars, then three cars, nothing. Northbound. So it took me 45 minutes. It should take from Fredericksburg to home. Two hours. (laughs) But wait, don't you think VDOT, they must have some science, right? No, they don't. They they have no science. You know, I'm all about the science. You don't think they have any science to determine. No, I I actually think those, those north and southbound lanes cause more traffic because I think you should have had you should have just widened both highways, like added another southbound, added another northbound, make it four lanes instead of three. These easy pass things are just anyway. It, but beside the beside the easy pass lanes or express lanes, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Why wouldn't Fred? You get to Fredericksburg. Like. Oh, I, why is that the point? Like, yeah, I should have majored in traffic reduction science. I would have made a fortune. I, I mean, I feel like that job has to exist. There must, they must have been thinking so many people were going to get out of town for the weekend. They forget about northbound. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. That's I mean, weird. listen, it, I sound like I'm whining, and I am, but it's just so like you're like it's not like there's traffic the whole way. Like you're, you're flying, mm-hmm. and then you get to exit 120, and you're like, up oh, two hours. Yeah. And two anyway. hours. So you were down in North Carolina last week. We were off I, last week. I, uh, I was. I worked a little, and um, but I did take some time, which was which was good. And uh, yeah, it's go- it was gorgeous. The weather was spectacular. Played three rounds of golf. Uh, had both children there, adult children, which was fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, it was great. How's your great. Uh, golf game these days? Golf game is up and down. Uh, you know, I, I played okay. Uh, I'm a mid-teen handicap, 15, 16. All so right. not terrible, but not 
Yeah. People still I mean, want you anywhere. on their team. I, I could shoot. Well, I don't know about that because then they have to spend four hours with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Some people want you on their team. Okay. So, yeah. If I actually stop talking, they'd want me on their team, right? So, uh, no, I, I could shoot a birdie and triple bogey. Like, it's just, you know, mid 80s to high 90s. You know, it's just, it's golf. Yeah. But right. it's fun. Drinking so, a couple beers, a couple high noons. Uh, you drink high noon, by the way? No. What is high noons? Greatest thing ever. Uh, so it's a little vodka flavored, 100 calories. It's, I think it's like 4.7% ABV. They're like refreshing. Drink them all day. Is it kind of, oh, it's a vodka drink. Is it like a seltzer? Yeah. Like, is it kind of a... Well, it's like a seltzer, but it's a vodka. So it's vodka. So like they have flavors, lime, watermelon, strawberry, grapefruit. Lime is really good. Okay. So you were sipping on those all day. Well, sipping is an understatement. <laughs> okay. Shotgunning those all day, apparently. Down there in North Carolina, living your best yeah, life. It, it, was, um, it was not a good seven days for nutrition and uh you know, not drinking. Let me just say that. Okay. So you were, yeah, you were indulging yeah. a lot. Yeah. Golf courses are kind of like airports at nine in the morning, you're drinking and you don't know why <laughs> you're just, I'm at an airport. The bar is open. I'm going to drink. Well, when you're on a golf course and the cart person comes up, Oh, gotta have a bloody Mary. Gotta have a, <laughs> you know, have a bloody Mary. gotta have a couple Nick ultras or whatever they have on the course. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm drinking Bud Light Lime at like 8.45 in the morning. I'm like, what am I doing? Wow. that's How do you drink a Bloody Mary on the golf course? I mean, that seems like a hard drink to... Like with, with a straw? Okay. I guess, yeah. <laughs> like, you're holding your golf clubs too, but I guess you're just... Yeah, you're driving in your golf cart. Well, you're so... not swinging and hit, you know, drinking at the same time. You put it in your golf cart. Okay. Got it. You got you got your couple little snacks. You got your crackers or whatever you got. You know what I mean? And by the way... Greatest invention ever is, you know, cart. In our in our case, it was a cart girl, cart woman, and you gotta buy. Like they pull up, do you want anything? And you really don't need anything. And you're like, sure. What do you got? <laughs> you really don't need it. Uh, why not? You know, the weather's good. You're outside. You got to. Well, think about it. If I'm sitting in my office right here and I had like a snack person come in with, I'd be I like with beers and stuff. I'd be like, sure. Yeah. Hey, in our new office, are we going to have like any of those perks like Google where they just have like alcohol all day you can help yourself to and stuff? You have to bring the alcohol yourself. But there are, I mean, there's, we got a gym. We have a beautiful coffee area, like really good coffee stuff. We got all kinds of stuff. I was yeah. going to ask you if there's a gym in the building. Of course there's beautiful gym and it's free for employees. Really? Okay, yeah. that's very cool. All right, that's a good perk. I'll take that. After this week, I need it. Okay, so you'll be the first one there. Um, oh, people are in already. People are working out. It's awesome. People are in. Wait, like our Fox 5 staff? Are, they're in. Well, some I mean, of aside... our staff's here. I don't know if they've worked out yet, but I've actually been in the gym for tours when people are working out. So, oh. yes, people are using the gym. So you were away for a week. Like, I mean, have you have, have you mellowed on any of your political beliefs? Like, I mean, where do you want to start? Like, what's on your mind? 
Oh, that's a loaded question, but well, wherever you want to start. Well, I'm curious how you feel about Trump's um, chief operating officer now uh, indicted on, you know, what could be major tax fraud um, and the articles, you know, some press are saying this could be like the link to actually charging him. Hmm. What are your thoughts? Do you think they have anything or is this going to be because, you know, the idea is they believe that he's going to flip um, on Trump. And, you know, talk about, obviously, tax evasion, how he so was... here's the thing. I... Listen, if he, if he... If there are true crimes there, or real crimes, or evidence of crimes, I should say, then they should go after him with everything they have. If they're searching for crimes, I, I do not like states, government, prosecutors... Whatever the whatever the entity is, I am very against searching for crimes. And unfortunately, when you're searching for crimes, you have to believe it's politically motivated. So I get very nervous in a society, with a society, I should say, where government entities with a, with unlimited resources go after individuals, in essence, searching for crimes. Now, if they have documentation or what they believe is real evidence against Trump and the COO of his of Trump organization, then go after them. But don't be going. I think we're in a very dangerous society when the government goes after people searching for a crime or trying to un, or they believe there's something there and they use all their resources to try to uncover something. And Alan Weisselberg is his name. Do you think there is really anything there, or do you think that they? I'm sure he. Would, I'm sure. That, I mean, I think if you looked at a lot of those so-called charitable organizations, or the Trump Organization, or others, you know, listen, I, I listen. I can't answer that. My gut would be they'd probably find something. Okay. Right. Uh, the question is to what degree it is. But again, I, I, yeah, whether it's Trump, and again, this isn't about Trump. This is about, it could be anybody. You know, you don't want, you know, it could be Sarah Frazier. It could be me. You don't want people searching to try to find something. You know, yeah. just because you believe something's there. I think that's just very dangerous. Well, okay, so that'll be interesting to see how it plays out, right? They're obviously hoping that he flips and gives up, you know, information, or at least some people are, that he gives up information on Trump. Um, But they claim they have a wide-ranging, you know, list of charges uh, for tax fraud and evasion. So fascinating to see how it unfolds, I guess. No, listen, if they have evidence that Weisselberg committed uh, uh, crimes— and then he happens to give up Trump. That's different. That's, but if they're going after Trump, just trying. Right. That's a different thing. Right. So. Um, OK, what about so obviously another big ruling for NCAA in the yes. past week where now players can profit off their likeness. So you have a lot of players in the NCAA from every sport um, trying to make deals to promote everything from moving companies, their own T-shirts. Yeah. So this is kind of what you've been talking about for the past couple of years on this podcast, and it's actually happened. Yeah, so we talked a few weeks ago about the Supreme Court ruling, which was very uh, limited in scope to uh, educational benefits, right? School benefits, which were prohibited. But once the Supreme Court unanimously 9-0 ruled against the NCAA on that, 
you knew that this was just going to open up. And the NSA realizes that they're not in good standing. So I believe they have to try to get ahead of it. And this is a first step of that. I think it's even going to go bigger than this. I think you're going to see mega deals. Uh, I don't know exactly if I, I haven't read what they're allowed to do or not allowed to do, to be honest with you. But I do think that, um, and rightly so. I think you're going to have individuals just do mega deals, marketing deals. Uh, I I do believe they're not allowed to use the university, is my understanding. Okay. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure that, but I don't think they could say, "Hey, this is so and so from Ohio State or Michigan," or like I think they would have to work through the university on that. But they could say, "This is so and so star quarterback for Ohio State." And, you know, um, you know, I'm yeah, endorsing pretty, this or yeah. that. or Yeah. So um, and I don't know if the ruling also allows them to make money off their jerseys or their or their likeness yet. I thought it did. I thought it. Well, I'm not sure about their jerseys, but I thought it did off their likeness that they now yeah. have some well, probably off their likeness. But like, can you know, are they going to get a piece of the jersey sales and all that stuff? I, I don't know that answer yet. But listen, the, the more they should be able to make as much money as they possibly can. Um, Actually, with- it is because it's now being uh, described as nil. So they are allowed to profit off their name, image and likeness. College athletes are unleashing a barrage of endorsement deal announcements. There's potentially 460,000 NCAA student athletes that can now sign sponsorship deals. And the profit making has already begun as college athletes are taking to social media, et cetera, to yeah. announce. So they yeah. can. Yeah, that's huge. Love it. Huge. Should make as much money as they can. Hey, I'm curious how you fall on kind of keeping on sports. So Shakari Richardson, who's like the you know star star uh, track. You know, everybody knows yeah. her name now, obviously, because she failed a, a drug test where she'd smoked yeah. marijuana. We all now we all know the story, the backstory too. you know, her mother passed away who she had a very contentious, you know, didn't really wasn't really in her life. Um, so how do you feel about that? A lot of people coming out ever. I mean, Joe Rogan athletes like, oh, marijuana, you know, should be legalized. Let her run. Um, Joe Biden, you know, that's kind of been the latest one where Joe is like, rules are rules. You know, I'm proud of yeah. her for taking accountability, but everybody knew the rules going in, which this is what I enjoy about Joe Biden. Don't you feel like yeah, that's kind I of agree. a... I agree. Listen, I, it was refreshing to hear him say that. This goes back to, I don't know if you remember, you and I both agreed, uh, shockingly. No, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on the, on the um, I can't remember what school, to be honest with you now, but she did this. She you, she basically hijacked the commencement speech to um, talk about abortion rights down in Texas. And, yeah, right. And you and I agreed that, regardless of whether you agree with her position or the other side, uh, clearly uh, it was inappropriate for her to do that. Right. Yeah. And to your point, you made a great point that day, saying that if her speech was pro-life. It would have been interesting to see the reaction from the media who was praising her for doing what she did. Fast forward to this issue. Cut her mic. If she'd come out and said, I do not believe in Black Lives Matter movement. Um, Oh, my God. Mic cut. Forget it. College, I guarantee, would have been stripped. Like, you know, (laughs) gone. So so on this one, I agree. Listen, do I think weed should be a banned substance in the Olympics? No, I don't. It's legal in most you know, I shouldn't say most states, half the states. I don't know the exact number. Uh, it is illegal, according to Olympic rules. 
And she knew that. She's an Olympic athlete. She knew the consequences. And sorry. You know, yeah. you, you know, it's tough. I agree. The rule needs to be changed for sure. I mean, listen, I put the Olympics in the same category with the NCAA. I think it's hypocritical. I think it's, I think the Olympic, I, I applaud the athletes. They work their butts off for their entire lives yeah. or most of their lives to make it. But I think there's just such a disconnect now between NBA players who play in, in the summer Olympics who are probably smoking weed themselves and, you know, all, all, like and wait, they're per- not tested or why do you No, I'm sure they are. I'm, I'm just saying like, okay, prior to like whatever the period is, you know, and again, I, it's a good question. I don't know if it's random testing. I don't know if every person who wins is tested. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. I, I just think that the Olympics should be who are the best athletes in the world. The amateurism of the Olympics is over just like the NCAA. It's over. I think the best NBA player should play. I think she should be able to compete. Uh, now, you should be doing enhancing drugs, for sure. I agree with that, just like in professional sports. Sure. You're not allowed to do enhancing drugs. Or, you know, certainly if you get caught, it's an issue. Uh, but smoking weed is, I mean, the equivalent of having a glass of wine, right? So, wh- like, what are we doing here? I, I don't understand. Like, whatever. It The, the, whole, the whole thing. I'm, I'm not a big Olympic person. I think it's, you know, it's way past, you know, just make it the best athletes in the world, whether the professionals, non-professionals, paid, not paid, just let's, and, and I, I'm very soured on the Olympics with the way U.S. gymnastics, you know, treated, you know, all those. Oh, the Larry Nasser situation. Well, yeah, just everything. I mean, yeah. it was just terrible. Uh, I just feel that a lot of these Olympic athletes are, are treated as pawns. And, um, and, oh my God. Yeah. And like, well, and to your point about the gymnastic team, at least the uh, women's gymnastics, I mean, that couple that was very famous that kind of yeah. had that place down in Texas where basically they were like abusing and starving yeah. the women. I mean, yeah. I, to achieve your Olympic yeah. dream is not easy. I mean, yeah, a lot of these individuals are abused and oh my God, mentally fucked with. It's crazy. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, like, so. But I, I guess amateurism is pretty much gone. So, like, you have a college athlete now who's, let's say, track and field star at Texas. I'm making that up. And um, is selling all kinds of endorsements. I assume they could still run in the Olympics now, right? Because the NBA play. Like, so, uh, yeah. I mean, to answer your original question, I think – I don't think weed should be a banned substance – but she knew the rules, and unfortunately, she's going to pay the consequences. I know it's. A, I definitely wanted to see her run. She's that. She's pretty amazing. And like I said, I mean, I, well, I didn't say this, but what I find interesting is she's five one, which is kind yeah. of like you know defying the odds because usually right. high speed runners are not that short, you know. So she's. Yeah, I I do feel bad in the sense that you know track and field and some of those sports, there's no professional. I mean, there is some professional running. But you're not going to make a lot of money. You may make some on endorsements and you know sneaker endorsements and clothing endorsements. That's where you're going to make your money in track and field. But and being an Olympic gold medalist, obviously you're you skyrocket, right? Like a Simone Biles, just her her va- market value is off the charts, right? right? For endorsements and, and different well but beyond you, her Olympic. It, like you she's know. not going to make it. She's not making money in her sport per se. She's making it because she's Simone Biles gold medalist, you know, all American 
person and all that stuff. Uh, what do you think about the woman who turned her back to the flag? Oh, God, I was going to ask you. Oh, what is her name? What is her name? Uh, Gwen. Um, okay. Well, you know, I, to me, actually, I kind of I thought it was disrespectful. I feel like if yeah. you don't, you know, I think you and I kind of are like with some of these social issues now are like becoming like on the same page. And it, to me, the thing is, is like ultimately, I would say to Gwen, like if you if you feel that this country needs that many changes and you know that's fine i think you you should be able to protest and say what you want in this country i don't think you should uh compete for this country if that's how you feel how did you again i i go back to it's not the time and the place right it's just not you're representing the u.s you've been sponsored by the united states you know uh you know organization uh i think if you're wearing the american flag in, in in national competition or Olympic competition, I don't think it's the time or place. Go, there's plenty, plenty of avenues that allow her to protest when she wants. And, you know, uh, and I'm not even going to get into the debate of whether she should be protesting this country because she has every right to protest this country. Yeah, right? Regardless of how, how much I think we're still, you know, the greatest country on earth and all this other stuff, uh, the fact that she, 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 you know, she has every right to protest. She has every right to believe what she wants to believe. Totally. I agree with that. that. To me, that's not the time and place. I think for me, this is the same example of the woman, the valedictorian that yeah. hijacked the speech and text. It's the same thing for Gwen, in my opinion. And, you know, then there was a picture that's Gwen Berry is her name. Then there was a picture yeah. that came out of her a couple of years ago holding the American flag, which was on her website. Because, of course, once any of this comes up, then people dig up yeah. everything about you. Right. Yeah. So then proudly disp- displaying the American flag back in 2015. Now she does it. But, you know, what I I don't know how you felt, but to me, I thought there was an over overwhelming i think people across both sides found that disrespectful do you yeah. or do you think it was a- uh, yeah listen i i that's mostly what i read there was obviously a lot of support for her um the vitriol against her on social media was terrible she's you know what is she 20 years old or something like you know i, I like to me that's where twitter just drives me crazy like she, she didn't deserve to be you know vilified and 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 hate speech at her but i i don't think it was the right time yeah to, to do that right i mean when you know i'm not saying you have to drape the flag around you or anything sure but just stand there you know let, let it go and um and and then you know in in your post press conference you want to talk about the change that you feel still needs to be made and the progress or lack of progress whatever that that's your right 100 percent on that front what, so have you been following the entire Rachel Rachel Nichols, Marie Taylor, um, ESPN saga? Okay, give me this. I, I read just briefly about this on um on you know just yesterday the article. Didn't know either women. What uh, to be honest with you, I had never heard of either one of them. Um, I don't know. Were you familiar with them? You're kind of more of a sports. Oh yes. Okay, oh, you know that, them. So Rachel Nichols is you know the one of the top, if not the top, NBA uh, host. Um, sideline reporter anchor for nba okay coverage on espn okay and maria taylor is also worked her way up covering the nba and rachel nichols was talking to um uh, communication former communication person i believe for espn 
uh, and basically, not basically, but said on an, what turned out to be an open mic, which she didn't realize at the time, that the reason Marie Taylor has gotten the assignment she had maybe or is because she's black, a black female. Yes. Um, and, you know, I mean, first of all, Maria Taylor is very good at what she does. Uh, second, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because, you know, it, it, it points to, and I think some people have come out and said this, you know, you have a lot of white people who say one thing publicly and believe something else privately, right? In terms of why either they didn't get a promotion or why somebody else got a promotion or, you know, whether there's systemic racism or not, or all these things. So, you know, it's unfortunate for Rachel Nichols, but um, it's not a good look for her at all. And, you know, it's interesting. I read an article this morning that, so Rachel Nichols is married to, can't remember his first name. Okay. But a Nichols. And his father is Mike Nichols, who is married to Diane Sawyer. Oh, okay. Who okay, obviously I got it. I got it. is a big wig at ABC. <laughs> yeah. So now people are saying, hey, Rachel, how quickly did you get to ABC and ESPN and work your way up? Did it have anything to do with your mother-in-law? Uh, okay, good question. Yeah. I didn't know and that And by connection. the way, the father is a big entertainment lawyer or something, or or movie. Well, I have Mike that wrong, Nichols but... was a huge t- um, movie director. Yes, so movie di- director. Very right. famous movie director so who that's died. Her, so, yeah. that, so that's her father-in-law, and Diane Sawyer is her mother. So they're saying, wait a second. <laughs> like, now, no Didn't one, know yeah, that. I, listen, I don't know Rachel Nichols' career. I, she, she clearly, she's very good at what she does. She earned it uh, or appears to, to have earned it. But, you know, she's throwing stones at Maria Taylor. And so I, I don't know what the fallout's going to be. I, I don't think it's going to go well for Rachel Nichols at ESPN at this point, you know, in terms of. Well, isn't that kind of the controversy, though, is because so and but this explains I feel like you bringing this up and like explaining the connection makes a lot of sense now. But the backlash was really that the woman that the producer who kind of caught this uh, caught Rachel on open mic is the one that either leaked it or I think. Basically, yeah. let people so know was, she was, was suspended. It was, being, it was being recorded. A producer saw it, sent it to some executives. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, not not good. I mean, ESPN's trying to do damage control here. They got a lot of invested in in Rachel Nichols. They got a lot of lot invested in Maria Taylor. Uh, yeah, just not a good luck. Right well, now. the controversy, too, is it doesn't look like ESPN is going to fire Rachel Nichols. She she from what I just like briefly read and I, I got to pay more attention to this story because I really don't know. But it seems like she, I guess, apologized. But a lot of people are like, why aren't you firing her? And people are standing by, you know, ESPN is standing by her now, maybe to your point, because Diane Sawyer is her mother in law. Maybe there's a lot of other things at play. What do you what do you think? Yeah. I think it's or do you think yeah. where it was a supposed to be, although, you know, we all listen, are in this. It's very difficult. She didn't say anything. Again, I didn't listen to the, the audio recording, right. but just from the articles I've read, you know, she gave her opinion. It's an unpopular opinion. It's probably a wrong opinion. I don't believe she said anything, you know, racist or inappropriate in terms of like fireable. So I think ESPN's got to be very careful. Uh, you know, I'm sure she has a 
big contract. She's paid exceedingly well. Not that that would prevent ESPN from firing someone if they did something wrong. Mm. Uh, but, you know, free speech and there's, there's a lot there, a lot of legal labor laws, which, you know, I know a little bit about, but no, by no means an expert. I'm not sure she did anything fireable. Okay, you bring up a good point, right? So maybe to to that point, it's not like like ESPN. I mean, listen, if she said an inappropriate racial racial slur on, and by the way, it was ESPN equipment she was using. I think clearly she'd be fired. Okay, I I don't I don't know if giving her opinion why somebody got promoted or got a plum assignment or has risen the ranks is fireable. Yes, I'm sure an ESPN could get rid of her if they wanted to, if they felt they needed to for she probably has a moral clause in her contract. Does this meet that standard? I don't know. Okay. Uh, It's a very, you know, that would be, listen, they would have to, if they wanted to get rid of her, it would cost them a lot of money and she would go away. But I'm not sure. Well, as of now, it doesn't look like that's happening. You know, she she did like a, a I guess, an apology. Um, yeah, the apology wasn't very. Wasn't very good. Okay. Wasn't very good. I, I believe the article I read, or the, the, it's been everywhere, some of the, that she reached out to Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor does not want to talk to her. And I believe Maria Taylor is the one who said, or somebody said, this is, it's like, there's people who say one thing publicly, but yet behind the scenes, they say something else or they believe something else. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I know. Yeah. Especially at that level. I mean, two top female talent at the network, uh, you know, crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, I got to read more about it to then give a better like ongoing, but it does look like they're going to keep both women as of now, but we'll see what happens. Now- yeah. I just think, you know, my, my sense is that Rachel Nichols, it's just not a good look for her. Not at all. Right. Not, I mean, she's covering it. I mean, you know, well, he, here's what, here will be the last point on this. It'll be interesting to see how the NBA players, because I believe a lot of NBA players came out, against Rachel Nichols comments and obviously for Maria Taylor. Sure. So now if they, if they don't want to talk to Rachel Nichols or if she loses her ability to have sources, or if a co-host says, I don't want to work with her because of her comments. Well, then that moves this into a whole other arena in terms of now ESPN can't put on the show where they have a host or an anchor sideline reporter that can't do their job. So now that becomes a whole other issue on this. That's so. a great point. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. maybe like not fired now, but this could be like in eight months, you know, something like that. Yeah, um, no, no, no. If LeBron James says, I'm not going to ever talk to Rachel Nichols again. I mean, that changes the equation, right? Probably. Yeah. 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 Right. I would think. You know, you and I argue, I'm curious about this. You and I argue about wearing masks, you know, um, Delta variant. No, continue- don't make it sound like that. I always wore a mask. We argue okay. about. <laughs> no, Post vaccine. We, we have different opinions on if you should continue to wear a mask, even though vaccinated. Okay. Let's qualify. You made me sound like an anti-masker just then. Okay. Well, let me, well, let me rephrase. You're not an anti-masker. You've never been no. an anti-masker. But. According to the CDC, if you are vaccinated, you do not yep. need to wear a mask inside or out. However, Los Angeles County 
Ugh. going back to indoor mask policy. No, no, not a policy. Recommendation. It's Recommendation. They, they highly recommend, but they have not changed the policy. Okay. Recommend. Thank you for that. Um, which I've told you, even coming back to Fox, I am wearing a mask inside. Because mm-hmm. even with the vaccine, you can get COVID. Um, right, so, so, you, so you can get the flu without a mask. So that's fine. Okay, but are, does this change your opinion at all? Now, no, I, it actually it confirms my opinion that the people who run who make these rules for Los Angeles are a bunch of idiots, right? So here you are trying to get more people vaccinated, right? And now you're saying, oh, you should wear a mask inside. Why? To protect those idiots that haven't been vaccinated, right? The thought process from a lot of these cities, municipalities, and by the way, it completely contradicts what the CDC is saying. Okay, but the who- the World Health Organization. Thank you. Talk about a bunch of buffoons, right? I like seriously, you know, just all over the place. They 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 bungled this thing from the beginning, like bungled it. They play politics with China. Like, listen, this isn't conspiracy theory stuff. I, I didn't agree. I don't agree with the CDC on uh, you know, how they've handled it either, but they've been much better than the World Health Organization on this. And this, by the way, what so what what I've read on the Delta variant and I'm not an epidemiologist. <laughs> yes, it's much more contagious and transmittable. Yeah. Than other variants. OK, but it's actually weaker. Weaker in terms of like like killing what you it'll, or right okay what it'll do to you okay so yeah okay so it's it's more transmittable but if I'm vaccinated every indication is that Moderna Pfizer J and J even AstraZeneca works exceedingly well against the Delta variant that's what they so, say yes so why are you making people wear masks again it makes no sense try to explain that to me. Who am I protecting by wearing a mask? Somebody else who doesn't want to get vaccinated? Utterly ridiculous. Well, I mean, to me, the mask, you know, I know it like it keeps your germs from spreading or whatever. But I also think it I do think it probably gives some level of protection if you're close to somebody who may be contagious. Right. And so to I me, don't care if they're contagious. I know you like don't, I don't, but I, like I, I'm vaccinated. I'm like, I don't I, want it, period. So I may get a cold because I got the Delta variant from someone, even though I'm vaccinated. Maybe I get it. There's a 12, 15 percent chance I get it, which is a low percentage. And then even if I do get it, most likely because I'm vaccinated, I'm going to be OK. Yeah. Trying to put this genie back in the bottle with masks and businesses is the worst thing a city can do right now the worst you know i uh, whether it was north carolina dc covid's over places are <laughs> packed you know they, well, they, we talked covid's about, over in our minds as americans but it's still out there i mean don't you know, we it's have- over it's over covid's over right if you're vaccinated covid's over places are you know we talked about this long ago we talked about it numerous times there was some thought that People wouldn't go back to normal in the sense, pack a, st- pack a stadium, pack a bar, pack a concert venue. That's That was totally wrong. Not only that, people want to do it even more now. 
They want to be in a packed bar. They want to be in a packed situation. They want to be in on a, a, a like outside at a, at a with with hundreds and hundreds of people. They want to be in a concert hall. They want to be in a packed stadium. Even more than I think they did prior, because they haven't. They realize what they lost for 14, 15 months. And I, believe me, I, I said the same thing. I don't think people will ever go back into a packed state. Totally wrong. I was one hundred percent wrong. But- Okay, where here in the United States have they opened up stadiums to full capacity and they're being everywhere, filled? almost everywhere. DC United, Nats Park, everywhere. Okay, is Nat are the Nats games selling out? Well, they never sold out. That's not the point. The point is they could sell out, right? Okay, so now DC they're United. Open. I mean, they never sold out. I mean, you know, I mean, until they like, got, yeah. If there was a playoff game tomorrow at Nats Park, it'd be sold out. Right. right. I was gonna say till they get to the playoffs and they were on there like um yeah, yeah. Except except stupid Canada, which everyone, oh Trudeau, he's so good look. The guy's completely mishandled the, the Canadian vaccination thing, right? And they're the border enough. Open the border, let's go. Uh, the fact that the Montreal Canadians were in the playoffs in Canada for the first time in twenty eight years. I mean, you're talking about one of the original six NHL teams, right? Only could have 3,500 people in their stadium. Why? Totally wrong. Like, just the, the idiocy of these politicians or whoever they are making these decisions is utterly mind boggling to me. Uh, well, it's funny now when we were traveling, when we were driving, because I'm, I'm out here in Michigan for a week and, um, you know, we saw like a couple people driving in their vehicles with their masks on. And it oh. does always makes me laugh. I always think of you because I'm like, <laughs> no, seriously, I want to know who they are. I want to know. <laughs> well, I, I want their, think maybe they're I, really I, I, sick and they, they, they're going to go somewhere short. So they, they just keep their mask on. But it's funny. You do still see people wearing the mask and and. I mean, we are people that go into, we went, we stopped at a place in Pittsburgh. We go into a restaurant to get sandwiches. People looked at us like we had three heads because Dan and I wore masks. People were like, they, they yeah, were looking see, at I us like, why the fuck are I you wearing masks? I don't look at anybody. Like I walked into our building today. I got on the elevator, come up to my office. There was four of us on the elevator. Two had masks, two didn't have masks. Fine. Like, it, I don't even give it a second thought that they're wearing masks. Like, if that's what they feel comfortable it, doing. Right. My problem would be if the building said you all have to wear a mask, whether you're vaccinated or not, then I would have a problem. Not because I'm anti-mask, but you can't be pro-science with the environment. You can't be pro-science for the first 10 months of the pandemic or 12 months of the pandemic and now contradict science. Like, that, shut up then. You're ridiculous, right? Like either you're pro-science or you're not. Either you follow the CDC guidelines for the 12 months and now you still got to follow the CDC But can't you be guidelines. pro-science but also know that science changes and, and that things are going to, you know, what they know today, you know, in okay, six me, months so, they're so, going to so know. Let, so let me ask you this question. If a school makes or forces kids in the fall to wear masks, even if they're vaccinated, Basically, what you're saying, in my opinion, is they're going to be wearing masks in perpetuity because the CD says they shouldn't have to wear masks. The CD says they don't have to self-distance. The CDC says 99.99% of kids, even if they do get it, they're going to be fine. So why? Why would a school district, other than politics, 
of some sort, internal politics, union politics, exceptional. Why would they force kids to wear masks? My own personal opinion is they're doing it to try to keep people healthier, I think. No, they're not. They're not. Because there's no, there's no, by the way, if kids have to wear masks all day, they're actually, there's been numerous articles. I think I sent you one. Kids are getting sicker now with other things. When kids get colds now, the, it's actually more unhealthy for them to continue wearing masks because they're not exposed to germs. Kids need to be exposed to germs or they're going to get very sick when they get other issues or uh, you know, uh, flus and other yeah, colds and-, and other things. Like, what are we doing here? But as we know, this isn't the common cold. I mean, it's it's not the common cold. And and my thing is, is you know, look, if I had a 16-year-old, I'm not sure I would let them get the vaccine because we are seeing legit concern that there does cause some heart inflammation. Again, all these reactions, blood clots, very tiny, tiny percentage of people. So, you know, your chances okay. of, of ha- but for teen boys, they're really looking into this. I mean, that, I think I'd be a little hesitant. I think I might say to my kid, all right, why don't we do the mask and wait a cut, you know, wait a year no. or two. You would no. get your 16 year old child, your children vaccinated. In two seconds. Really? I, you, by the way, you have to, you have to be vaccinated with mumps, MMR. You have to be vaccinated for chicken pox, yeah, but these all vac- these things. Yeah, but you can't compare them. Those vaccines have had 40 years of trials and, and ex- mm-hmm. they, they've had so many years to perfect them. I'm not anti-vax. I've had the vax, but I, I mean, I would, if I had a, he'd be vaccinated or she'd be vaccinated in three minutes. It, and then, and then I would complain that they have to wear a mask in school because they shouldn't have to. And again, your my, my point is, isn't my point isn't whether the vaccination is right for kids or not. My point is these school systems that are going to make kids wear masks. They have nothing. They can't tell you why abundance of caution. Well, the CDC says you don't have to. All, all research says you don't have to. Your godlike guy Fauci says you don't have to. <laughs> so why are we making kids wear masks in school if they're vac? Now, if you're not vaccinated, then you know what? They should have to wear a mask. Oh, we don't want kids to feel segregated or or or, or singled out because they didn't get vaccinated. What? Like, what are we doing here? Ugh, don't even get me started. Okay. I'm, I'm a, I, <laughs> well, you I, and I, I always, so, uh, I get always so have differing opinions on this. And okay. by the way, last thing on this. Yeah. I don't believe any 5 to 11-year-olds who can't get vaccinated should also have to wear a mask. They're not going to get sick. They're fine. They may get a little. No, sorry. Because what are you going to have? 5 to 11-year-olds always wear a mask for life? Come on, they're not. Stop. I don't think they're always going to wear a mask for a lot. I think things change well, okay, constantly. Okay, what, what's going to change? I think that they're going to probably give it another six months. I think the first semester of most high schools, oh you are going to see, out of an abundance of caution, the kids wear masks. Eventually, I think you are not going to continue to get kids. A year from now, we're going to know even more about the vaccine. There'll be more trials. There'll be more, you know, tweaking it. Eventually, we're all going to go back to not wearing masks. But I think they are, in a way, I think yeah, they're kind of so. smart. I, I, think, I think planes, we're, we're wearing masks forever now. I'm not opposed to that. Like, I don't, because we know in confined spaces is where you are most likely to get it. And people are gross. Like, you sit on a plane with people, I know you have. They're sick. They're coughing. Yeah. We've all been there. I don't want to sit next to your ass. Put a mask on. 
Like, I, like people are, you know, how many times, okay, this happened to us numerous times throughout this pandemic. We had people go, oh, I just have a sinus infection. I just have a, a mild cold. And then five days later, they call us, hey, we're positive for COVID. You know, I mean, people people are going to continue to move around but, but with COVID. But, but were we told early on or mid, mid-summer of last year or late summer of last year that planes are the safest place, that the transmittable rate on planes is nil because of the airflow, blah, 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 blah. They keep changing the rules. Stop. Well, you know, look. By the way, if I'm sitting next to somebody hacking, I'm going to put my mask on. But if I'm sitting in my seat without getting up, I shouldn't have to wear a mask even on a plane. And the fact that if I want to walk through Union Station, I got to wear a mask because it's a transportation. Enough with these arbitrary rules okay but they might are they gonna really even enforce them they're not gonna enforce them either what are they gonna do what are they gonna do to kids who don't wear a mask really over and over them out of school i don't know well we'll see this fall i'll be curious to see if they really enforce it um all right is there anything else you want to talk about i mean there's so much we could go on free what what else is going on we we can't end on we can't end on masks again do you care at all (laughs) about free britney are are you did you follow did you care follow think she's getting completely screwed um, I saw something that was dead on, and I never thought of it this way. And again, as a male, it points to how I think sometimes as a male, you have to think about things from a female perspective. I read that if that, if, if, if Brittany was a male, okay, perf- young performer mm-hmm. and had the same issues, no way they're not okay right now. There no way they're not. Out of the conservatorship? Out of the conservatorship. Great point. There's some sexism at play for sure. Absolutely. 100%. Male dominant father keeping a thumb on the daughter. Now, listen, no one's no one's disputing that Britney didn't have issues and probably would have blown through her money or who knows what if that didn't occur. But 13 years? Yeah. Like, there, there's a lot of male performers and actors and singers who – have had a lot of issues who aren't in a conservatorship right now. So I, I just think that um, it's very, very. Now, the ruling last week was pre this people. You know, the media made it sound like she lost this latest battle. She did not. This was an, a, Old an older ruling. request. OK. Yeah. A pre-request. So but they haven't they haven't this judge or the judge they just went to hasn't ruled um you know, uh, I, I was not. Af- I mean, I was. Af- I did not believe in free Britney. I thought like it was for her best interest and everything. But they think after hearing her speak, and then obviously Ronan Farrow just did a big in-depth piece. I was like, why? Right. Why are we protecting? She's an adult. She performs. She's made fifty, hundred million dollars or more. Uh, like at some point, you can't protect people from themselves either. Like she should not be under her father at this point. She just shouldn't. Well, I think I think for she's not me, a, she's not incapacitated. She she can make decisions. They may not be the right decisions, and they may actually may cause her issues. But, but she should have the right to make those decisions. That's, it's her yeah. life. Yeah. Well, if she's well enough to perform, and you know, even under their conservatorship, if she can go out and perform, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. No, I agree with you. I think it's it yeah. needs to I'm end. All, I'm team free, Brittany. Patrick Paolini, Team Free Britney. I love it. I love it. Um, No, I think that was it. I mean, I thought the other thing that was kind of fascinating out of Texas is Matthew McConaughey, who isn't even in the governor's race, hasn't even chosen a party, is almost neck and neck with Governor Abbott. 
which is amazing because we don't even know what Matthew McConaughey's stances are. Uh, he's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger of California, maybe, right? Is he? Do you? But are are you? Do you think it's dangerous, like, to continue to have these celebrities even put themselves up for know, public office? I, I I think it could be dangerous, but yeah, you know, I'm not sure the some of the regular so-called politicians are even less dangerous, right? They could be more dangerous because you know they you know. I, I mean, do you think Kyle? Um, do you think uh, Caitlyn Jenner has a shot in California? I actually think anybody in California has a shot because because I think things there are such a mess, right? Like, don't you think it could be anybody? Yeah. I think it it could be anyone. (laughs) We'll see. It'll be interesting. I mean, yeah. uh, Hey, how progressive would that be? And I mean, Caitlyn Jenner is a trans woman who's a conservative. I mean, that that would be something, you know, it would be really something. So. But I think yeah, it's Newsom. anyone's get like anyone's take out there. Yeah, I think Newsom probably loses. I, mean, I, I guess California is a strange place. It really should be a different country. What? What are you talking? What are you, <laughs> no way! We're the United States altogether. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> All right. All right, Patrick. Where do people follow you? Patrick Fox Five G. Fo- Patrick GM Fox Five DC. Love it. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye, Sarah.